This is Kate Swoboda, creator of YourCourageousLife.com, director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and author of the book, The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers and at Amazon. The Your Courageous Life podcast is all about going after what you want and creating and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. Might drop a couple of F-bombs, so maybe don't listen with your kids in the backseat of the car. And here we go with today's episode. Hey, y'all. Hey. Today's episode is all about living beyond the comfort zone. Living beyond the comfort zone. Quick take on the comfort zone from me, since it's my podcast, and I get to say what I want to say. I don't think the comfort zone is such a bad place. Like the the whole ethos of self-help gets very like, push past your comfort zone. Don't live life in the comfort zone. All of that. But like in this way that almost pathologizes a comfort zone. And I think we need to not lose sight of the fact that comfort zones serve a purpose, which is to give us comfort. (laughs) Like it just gets lost a little bit. So I know that I'm using some of the same language that's not lost on me, that living beyond the comfort zone is not such a, which is how I've titled this podcast episode. It's not such a different phrase than push past your comfort zone and things like that. What I'm just wanting to start this episode with is an acknowledgement that a comfort zone is not bad per se, that they, that it serves a useful purpose in our lives. But this podcast is a little bit of a nudge. I'd like you to go into it thinking of something that you want to be different in your life, a space that you want to be different because I have been a coach for a very long time. I work with a lot of people who swear up and down they want their lives to be different. And then they get into an environment where someone is challenging them to be different, which is the entire purpose of coming to the workshop, right? Or reading the book or doing the program. I want to be different. I want this to be different. But then the person goes into something of an attack mode, when they are actually challenged to stretch beyond their comfort zone. And I have done this on more occasions than I would like to admit to. Let me tell you that right now. First person raising my hands going, yep, it's me. I do it. I've done it. And so this is a podcast episode that is about you, the listener, challenging yourself to go, where do I do this in my life? Let's not pretend you don't. You do. There, there are places in all of our lives where we swear that we want something to be different. And then when we are really challenged to make the moves that could make it different, we've got all the reasons. And in some cases, we want to attack the person asking the question. This brings to mind a really great question that is asked by Jerry Colonna, C-O-L-O-N-N-A, in his brilliant book, Reboot, how am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? How am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? So let's dig into this a little bit. So first question that I think you would want to ask yourself, so you've got this idea, okay, here's this thing that I want to change, all right? 
and you're probably doing some things to try to change the thing you want to change. Like you're probably in some kind of a program or you've hired a coach, you're listening to this podcast, you're reading some kind of a book, maybe you set a New Year's resolution, maybe you made a goal chart. You've got something that you would like to be different in your life. I'm assuming, by the way, that nobody listening to this is like, just going, no, I just don't really ever like want anything to be different in my life because probably you (laughs) found the wrong podcast because I'm not talking about like a hungry ghost rejection and of, of what is and a constant searching for things to always be different, that that's just drama. But I would venture to guess most people, if they look, it's like, oh yeah, I'd like it if that was different. So you have these things you want to be different and then You have things you're trying to do to make them different, whether that's a program, workshop, coaching, books, whatever it might be, some kind of daily reminder or habits. Here's the first question. Are you coming into this workshop, program, coaching, et cetera, to keep your limitations or to see how far you can stretch beyond them? What's the truth? What's the truth, 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 like the truthiest truth ever? Are you coming into this workshop, the program, the coaching, reading the book? Are you doing that because you are genuinely interested in stretching beyond your limitations or do you actually want to keep your limitations? And this is an important question. Are you doing it to keep your limitations or stretch beyond them? This is an important question because how you answer that question will define where your life goes next. And notice as you contemplate this question, am I really interested in keeping my limitations or stretching beyond them? And notice how you'd answer that question Notice if you would rush to answer, oh, yes, 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 I I want expansion or I want to let go of my limits or da-da-da. But then you find yourself saying, well, but I can't. I'm just not the type of person who. People with my whatever circumstances just can't. Because of this past experience, how I was raised, what I learned back then, I struggle with. You cannot walk into the new future of your life and stay married to the old stories of limitation. You cannot walk into the new future of your life and argue for keeping the things around that limit you, whether the things that you keep around are mindsets, negative relationships, or something else. You cannot walk into a new future And also simultaneously argue for all the limitations that have been keeping you in a place you don't want to be. Now, yes, I want you to honor your experience. I want you to honor where you came from. If there is a diagnosis or past conditioning or a label that has made an impact on your life, honor that. It's real. Be authentic about that. Be authentic about the pain. Don't deny any part of your experience. Just understand that creating new experiences will always involve some level of letting go of old ones. The passport to your new life 
doesn't get stamped unless you actually arrive at some place new, and it will be impossible to truly make the journey if you try to bring everything with you or if you resist getting on the damn plane. Fun metaphor, right? We aren't meant to keep everything. We aren't meant to bring all the old circumstances, beliefs, processes, etc. with us into every new iteration. And discarding is an art form. And it's painful to discard, especially as we get older and we get less of a a binary mindset because we, with maturity, we see that things are nuanced. Most circumstances are not all bad or all good. Most have a lot of shades in between the bad and good where there are some things that you're going to miss and some things that you're going to want more of and other things you're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm so glad I'm done with that. And The reason I'm asking you to consider something that you want to change and the reason I'm asking this question about are you really coming into the program you've enrolled in or the coach that you've hired, the relationship with that coach, or are you really reading the new book you just bought? Are you really listening to this podcast because you want to stretch beyond your limitations or are you ultimately going to argue to keep them? I am, I am pushing at this a little bit, understanding that for some people, it may feel painful or shocking or even unkind when someone asks you to stop focusing on who you were, when someone asks you to stop saying, I can't, when someone says, stop referencing the limits all the time so that you can focus more on taking action or focus more on creating new possibilities or focus more on the curiosity of discovering what's next for you. People get confused. I, I'm, I'm the first person to raise my hand again and say, I've gotten confused before. I've been offended before as if someone was not respecting me or the pain that I went through when I was challenged to let go of what was so that I can create what will be. When I was challenged to stop focusing on who I was, to stop focusing on the past betrayal, to stop focusing on the things that were not fair, to stop focusing on all the ways that I didn't have the skill set or didn't feel I could, to stop focusing on the bum luck. And by stop focusing on What I now understand is that that person was never saying, sweep it under a rug. That person was never saying, pretend it never happened. That person was saying, stop focusing on it. There is a difference. Really think about the thing that you want to change and ask yourself the tough question And ask it gently because nobody's asking these questions. I'm not asking these questions with any intention other than if you really want to live beyond your comfort zone, you are going to have to stop focusing on the things that happened before. Doesn't mean you sweep them under a rug. Doesn't mean you deny the impact, the mark they left on you. It means you stop focusing on it. 
because it's taking your attention away from what you want to create. It is your comfort zone to focus on those things. No one is asking you to sweep your pain under the rug. No one is saying that they disrespect what you've walked through. When you take a new journey, you are learning the discernment of discarding as necessary. And it is necessary to discard a focus on what was. What I've learned is that personally, I always do better when I point my arrow in the direction of sovereignty. And I think that this is a tough thing to do at first, but it becomes liberating later to decide, you know what? That was what was, and I am always going to tilt in the direction of the seemingly impossible becoming impossible. That has benefited me. I mean, to the tune of, I have, I have literally had three different medical conditions for which doctors, after extensive testing, told me there was nothing they could do for those medical conditions. In all three cases, when all the best medical science, and I believe in science, I'm not one of these people who just thinks like, oh, you know, like positive vibes and that's it. I believe in science. I'm going to get the coronavirus vaccine. <laughs> all these people saying they don't want the coronavirus vaccine. I'm like, great move my spot up in line. I'm going to get it. Okay. But I have literally had three different medical conditions for which doctors said, this is it. This is the way it is. Nothing you can do. And in all three cases, something in me just went, I don't know that I can, you know, flip a diagnosis like you can flip a switch, but the idea that these are going to control my life and I'm just always going to be symptomatic. Nah, -uh. nah, nah. I am not going to argue for my limitations here. I am going to always tilt in the direction of what seems impossible becoming possible. What seems like it will never shift, shifting. And for me, that has literally meant that stepping into that kind of mental sovereignty has created profound shifts. Those diagnoses do not control my life. Doesn't mean that I've never had a sick day just means those things don't control my life. And in those cases, in particular, I mean, wow, I had the privilege of having access to doctors. How great is that? I had the privilege of access to medical testing, but it's worth noting that all that privilege didn't do a damn thing for me. The access to the doctors didn't heal me. The privilege didn't heal me. I healed me doesn't mean that I think that that's how it is for everyone and doesn't mean that that's how I think it's always going to be for any challenge that I encounter. There are some challenges that I have put everything I had into, let me see what I can shift here, and I could not make them budge. So for me, in those cases, living beyond my comfort zone, living a life in which I did not argue for my, my limitations meant I had to go into acceptance. Because I didn't want to live a life where I resented the thing that wasn't working. So I had to go, I accept that it does not work fundamentally for me. It is not my ideal. It is not looking like it's going to shift. I will always put it out there. Sure, it might, might be great if it does. But I will not sit here going, woe is me. 
I just can't do this thing. I'm just not the kind of person who da, 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 da. What I will then do is go, there is power in deciding that this thing that I, despite all my best efforts, can't seem to move or budge. There is power in deciding I will accept that it is what it is. And I will not let it control me on that level. Living beyond your comfort zone is going to mean that you don't get to do the same things you always used to do. And this might seem surprising to people, but when it really comes down to it, most people approach change kicking and screaming. People say they want things to be different. And then when they are, it is profoundly uncomfortable when the differences come from outside of you. People say they want things to be different and, and, oh, okay, fine. I'll change on the inside. But then when somebody says, okay, guess what? If you want it to be different, this, this, or this are going to have to be radical changes you make. Oh no, I don't want to do that. Oh, how could you ask that of me? Because I have this or that certain particular thing going on that makes me not a candidate for that working out. Well, what kind of life do you want to live? There is nothing wrong with a comfort zone. They absolutely provide comfort until they don't. Until the comfort zone morphs and changes. And that to me is the real risk of unconsciously staying in the comfort zone. To consciously go to your comfort zone is to say, I need this place where life is a little more familiar and I get a sense of reprieve from stress, a reprieve from all the things in my life that might be shifting or changing outside of my control. That is a conscious use of a comfort zone. To hide out in a comfort zone, though, is different. To hide out in a comfort zone means that for now, it's going to be comforting. Eventually, it will be constricting and it will be stifling. I believe that on some level, the reason life works that way is because life always seeks growth. And I, I think of this every time I weed a garden, how, how these weeds, I'll yank them up and then they just come back and it's like everything just wants to live, to grow. Water is always going to seek the lowest point. There are just certain things that I think are almost like natural laws of the universe, which is that if you don't consciously choose to find little ways to live beyond your comfort zone, life is going to, without your, your consent, unfortunately, hand you a bag of crap to deal with, to force you out of your comfort zone. And it's really difficult to go through change kicking and screaming in my experience (laughs) And everybody kicks and screams a little bit, which is what I just said, but there is a profound difference in how much we suffer when we are proactive about living beyond the comfort zone, as opposed to reactively fighting to stay in the comfort zone and trying to never leave it, even though it has become constricting and stifling and we are essentially being shoved out. So go back to that thing in your life you wish was different. How are you complicit in creating the very circumstances that you say you don't want? 
What are the mindsets you go into that are old mindsets that are no longer you, but you still tote them around? What are the labels you've been given that might not actually be accurate labels anymore? What is the conditioning that you grew up with that is conditioning and nothing more? And we are all conditioned in some way, shape, or form. The question is, is it conditioning you want to keep? I like my conditioning to say, please, thank you, excuse me, or I'm sorry when I interact with other people at a store. I don't love my conditioning (laughs) that is about getting snippy with my husband when I've had a long day. I would prefer to handle long days differently, which is why (laughs) that is another area where I stretch beyond my comfort zone. And yes, I have argued for my limitations in that department too. When he's been like, hey, you're getting snippy with me. I'm like, well, what do you expect? I've had a long day. It's like, that is arguing for my limitations. That is me being more invested in who I have been than in changing. That is me being complicit in creating the circumstances that I don't want. It happens in big ways, small ways, and medium ways all throughout our lives. Change is messy, and there's always some level of kicking and screaming. Do you want to be the architect, the curator of the change? Or do you just want to be dragged along? You're the one who gets to decide. And there's perhaps just one promise I can possibly make, and it is that consciously deciding to use your comfort zone as a respite during times of change, and then intentionally and consciously deciding to live beyond your comfort zone brings you far richer rewards than you can possibly imagine. All right, that's today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You know you can continue the work and the fun if you want to. Head on over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin and become a Your Courageous Life subscriber because as soon as you sign up, you get access to an entire library of worksheets and audios and other bonuses. And of course, you'll be receiving more courage in your inbox. And who wouldn't love that? You can learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. You can get the Courage Habit at your local bookseller on Amazon, wherever you like. We can even connect on social media. I'm on Facebook at Your Courageous Life. So look for facebook.com forward slash Your Courageous Life. And I'm on Instagram as Kate Courageous. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So here's to you using these courageous tools in your life and creating a real ripple effect of good. And again, thanks so much for listening. I love it that you're here.